Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. CEOs, presidents, and VPs of sales, have you built a high-performance sales culture? If you have, skip this whole episode. But if you haven't or think there's room for improvement, listen up. I've got five ways you can improve your culture. Are you ready? Then brace yourself. Let's go. It's time for the Bill Kasky Podcast, a weekly show carefully crafted to help you grow your skills and your results in business. Now, here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, Bill Kasky, back at the podcast. I hope you have joined me on my BillKasky.com page. There's plenty of stuff there, things you can download, reference, and you can also get a hold of me there if you have such an interest in me helping you and your team in 2020 to achieve massive goals. That's what I do. I do that for a lot of companies, primarily in the business-to-business space. So if you have upside potential in the tens of millions of dollars, I would love to chat with you. You can get my get on my calendar there at BillKasky.com. Here's the typical scenario. A president or VP of sales calls me on the phone, says, hey, I've been watching and listening and reading your material. I think we are ready to talk about you coming in and working with our team. And I get in there and I start working and I start to see some things. And, you know, if you're a coach or an outside trainer, you're constantly looking at the landscape. You're looking at the territory as you, as you walk in or as you get inside a client. And I'm always looking at culture. What does the culture feel like? And you can feel a good culture inside a company. You don't have to have, you don't have to tell me what it is. I can walk in, talk to some people. I kind of get a feel for what it is. And what I find a lot of times is the culture is not what you think it is. You think it's good, think it's high performing. It's really not. That's okay. Sometimes lousy cultures work, but great cultures work better. And I think it's important that we take a look at our culture. I'm always asking the VP of sales or sales leader to define what do you want your culture to be? What exactly do you want it to be? How do you want people to feel when they're in the midst of the company culture? And however you want them to feel becomes your roadmap. Okay, well, how do we get people there? How do we change it? So let's go. I've got five things here that I think are important. Number one, do you have a customer-centric culture? Is the mission of the customer front and center? In some companies it is, in most it isn't. In most companies, it's really all about what can we sell and what our mission is in terms of revenue and profitability and purpose and all that. That's good. I think you need that. But I want you to think, what's the cause that we're engaged in? We all work day in, day out. What's the cause that's bigger than us? And it probably has something to do with customer problems or customer aspirations. And if that's not a topic at every one of your sales meetings or every one of your team executive retreats, 
than it should be because it's inspiring. It creates, it, it lends itself to creativity. It creates freedom. It creates confidence. And that's what you want your people to be, all of them, to be confident. You don't want them to be fearful when they're on the marketplace. And the way you get rid of fear is you get clear on your customer-focused mission. Because now it's not about you. It's about them. Number two, is your company good at telling stories? Are your people good at telling stories? Are there stories that you tell people when they first come on board? We just had a young man who joined us. And he is going to be helping us and kind of overseeing the marketing of our public programs, the 2X group for sales professionals and the world-class sales leader program. One of the first things we're going to talk about is the story, the story of our company, how we started, uh, you know, a little bit of my story and why we do what we do. I think there's a lot of value there. So that's going to help your culture too. Number three, celebrate customer success. How many times have we been in a sales meeting or you've run a sales meeting or you've been in a sales meeting and it's all about the pipeline? It's all about the funnel. Enough with the funnel. It's okay to have spent a little bit of time there, but let's celebrate when we are successful in helping our customer solve a problem, get to a new future. Why don't we celebrate that? You can celebrate the person who helps them, whether it's an engineer, whether it's a salesperson, celebrate customer successes. It gives everybody a really good vibe that we're in it for ourselves, but also, and more importantly, primarily for our customers. Number four, detached. You've heard me talk about this. I wrote about it in Same Game, New Rules, this idea of we want to be detached. And what that means here is I don't want to be a hostage. I don't want to be a hostage to the deal. And I see that a lot. It's like when a deal gets close to closing and everybody, it's all hands on deck and what do we need to do? Well, if you're in the 11th hour and that's where your mind goes is to let's get really attached to this. We need this. We have to have this. You're forcing people away. Or it means you haven't done a good job up front in the sales process. And so you're relying on the on the bully tactics of the 11th hour. I just don't think that's helpful. I've watched it both ways. I can tell you this. When you reinforce the notion of detachment and say, look, if this is good for the customer, it's good for us. If it's not good for the customer, it's not good for us. That creates more freedom and confidence to do what needs to be done and say what needs to be said. And so I think it's okay to have a culture of detachment, not disengagement, not we don't care if they work with us or not. Of course not. You're never going to go that far. But I don't want to be desperate. And if you are operating a culture of, of healthy detachment, you won't be desperate. And that tends to inspire people. Number five, I think it creates a high performance culture when you're creating content that's helpful for your prospects and suspects. The high performance part of this is that the sales professional knows deep down that there's something out there working for him or her when they're sleeping or when they're with a client or with when they're on vacation or on a road trip. And if you're not creating useful content and sharing it with people who might be prospects, then all the burden falls on the salesperson. Now, to be honest with you, I think the salesperson needs to be creating their own content too creating their own podcasts and videos and webinars. And I think you'd be happy if they did that. Now, if you're a VP of sales North America at Oracle or at AT&T, you're probably going to say, well, Bill, I don't want my people, I don't want all my 500 people creating content. Okay, I understand that, I guess. 
But if you don't trust them to create good content, then why are they even working for you? And I know there might be some guidelines and templates and things like that. But the bottom line is your company needs to be creating useful content for your market. That way, the salespeople are inspired to tell people about it. They feel like, you know what? The company's got my back. We're, we're, we're in this together. There's lots of things going on that are going to create discussions with prospects. That's how you get the people to go do what they need to do, which is reach out, networking, cold calls, whatever, because they know there are other things at work. I've said this before, and I I know that uh, some of you have been on my video trainings where we talk about a lead generation Parthenon. There's got to be pillars of lead generation. It can't be only the salesperson who's out there knocking on the proverbial door. There's got to be other things working. That creates a high-performance culture because they have more confidence in the system to generate leads in addition to the leads they generate. So hopefully that has helped. I want you to think about those five elements. Customer-centric mission, good at storytelling, celebrating customer success instead of just pipeline success, being detached and not being a hostage and then creating useful value. Those five things, if you do those, even if you just do them at a minimum of just start, just start doing those things, I think you'll immediately see a big difference in the inspiration and the confidence of your team. I think that will lead to high performance. So if you're a CEO, VP of sales, and want to entertain the notion of me coming in and helping you, we start with a phone call. You can go to BillCaskey.com. Should be easy to follow directions on how to make that happen, and I'll be happy to chat. Look forward to the next podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. If you want more Caskey, go to BillCaskey.com and you can get on his list or set up a time to speak live. And make sure you share this episode with your tribe too.